The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. In today's hodgepodge of reopenings in the province, not necessarily sitting too well with some. While well, you can get your hair and nails done, you can't go to a restaurant and dine. And the current health measures have closed in-person services at all restaurants, pubs, bars, lounges, and cafes in Alberta, with takeout, curbside pickup, and delivery the only options allowed. So these restrictions, if you remember, were put back in place in middle of December. It was December 13th, actually and are expected to remain in place until at least January 21st at the earliest. That is this Thursday, but we're not hearing if there's going to be any more changes, if uh, if there are going to be more restrictions lifted later this week. And that has officials with uh, Restaurants Canada pushing for change. Our next guest is the Vice President for Western Canada with Restaurants Canada. He says they're working really hard to try to get some in-person dining open soon. Mark Van Schellowitz Welcome back to the show. Uh, my pleasure to be here, Jalen. Hey, Mark. So, what are, what are you hearing first? First up, what are you hearing from uh, from the folks that you represent? Well, obviously, they're they're quite frustrated. Uh, December is usually one of the busiest months for the restaurant mm-hmm. industry, and uh, you know, a lot of them had to shut down right in the middle of that busy period. And of course, that impacts all our staff who weren't getting the hours and their tips as well. So. Uh, we're locked down, but uh, we understand as well that the government was in a situation with the, these growing COVID numbers that they had to get into control. And uh, But uh, right now, we see that uh, those numbers are dropping, and uh, obviously, we continue to put pressure on the government to reopen just as soon as possible, because uh, uh, literally every week is costing uh, businesses and jobs to be lost. So, um, you know, and we've got uh, February coming up, where you've got Valentine's Day, you've got Super Bowl, then you've got St. Patrick's. Day. So uh, hopefully the, the industry can be reopened uh, by February so uh, uh, we can uh, once again protect uh, all our employees as the third largest private sector employer. And we did a great job, Jalen, uh, from May through to November. Even, you know, Dr. Hinshaw, the Premier, all said what a great job we've been doing. We want to get back to being able to, to service our guests uh, safely and, and our staff as well. And uh, uh, we have to count, I guess, on Albertans to to be doing the right thing to get those numbers low enough uh, until Dr. Hinshaw thinks it's uh, safe for us to reopen again because when we do reopen we have to stay open this time we can't just be open shut open shut uh, that that's not going to work you know, it was interesting, Mark, uh, in, oh, in November, uh, beginning of December, to, to listen to some of the local restaurants and, and, and the owners of the restaurants um, saying, no, we need to shut things down. We need to get back to that way. We need to maybe just do, uh, you know, take out that sort of thing. I mean, people were saying, if this is what needs to be done, then let's do it. And we had a number of restaurants here in Edmonton saying, okay, this hasn't been put in place yet by the government, but we're going to do it anyway um, because they thought it was best for their clients best for for their staff so um, when, when you saw people doing that when you saw you know some of the restaurants doing that um, or, you know and then we're now here okay we need things to reopen or, or, or is there two different groups here that we're talking about or is it just everyone wants a better plan on how reopening is going to look 
Uh, I think where what you're coming from in December, we already had before the closure mid-December, we already had some new rules as far as the household bubbles, liquor restrictions that were already making it very difficult uh, for members to uh, uh, to stay open and to mm-hmm. break even, never mind make a profit. So uh, they said, look, until we can get these numbers down, and also, you know, the public was out there aware of all these numbers. So uh, obviously they want those numbers coming down. We're partners with the government. We want to get rid of this pandemic more than anyone else out there. Mm-hmm. And it, and we said at the time, look, if you need to, to close down on-premise dining for a while to get the numbers down, we understand that. But now the numbers are coming down and members are saying, okay, let's let's reopen again. Uh, I think we can do it safely. The members think that they can do it safely. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, with 65% of the industry right now losing money every single month and another 20% just breaking even, and that was before the shutdown, it's really tough. I mean, I just spoke to uh, a long-term member who had several units that, uh, you know, they're they're shutting down, banks calling their loans, and, and you know, there's hundreds of more employees now laid off and, uh, and 14 more restaurants that are going out of business. So we, we have to, we, you know, I'm telling our members, focus on the light at the end of the tunnel. We just got to get through these next few weeks. But certainly they're, they're certainly hopeful that uh, by February they can be reopened. Yeah, Mark. When when you when you talk about that, like looking into to February and into reopening, is that reopening with partial service with lower numbers? You know, what would be? <laughs> I'm going to say what would be ideal. We know what ideal would be, but what would be realistic in February um, if they say, okay, we're going to lift some of the we're going to lift some of these restrictions on uh, the hospitality industry? What would be workable for members right now? Well, as you know, we've already put a ton of money into uh, all the safety protocols where it is a safe place to go out. And uh, uh, one of the things, one of the restrictions that they're concerned about is limiting it to just household bubbles. Uh, uh, So, you know, if we can get back to where we were in that May to November period, uh, it's not ideal because you're still having a lot of restaurants that are only operating at 50% capacity. But they certainly need that, the cash flow right now. I mean, they still have rent to pay. They still have bills to pay. So, um, you know, any any cash flow that uh, they can get, a, a, you know, would be uh, very much appreciated. And of course, we're all hopeful that uh, vaccinations, which I understand there's a bit of a delay now, that those vaccinations yeah. can continue so that by the spring we can hopefully get back to uh, to business as normal. That's certainly the, the the hopes of of the industry members that I've been speaking to. Yeah, interesting stuff. And it's, you know, if you've gone to, if you went to a restaurant in, you know, March or between, uh, I'm not sorry, May and November, and you saw how it was handled really well. If you've gone to go get a massage, I I guess you kind of sit there and wonder how exactly are these being, you know, picked on on who opens and when. I I guess I would like to know more about the data and especially out here with contact tracing being uh, pretty much collapsing in the fall and, and, and now they're they're running it back up better but still it's like okay well what data what information have you been using to make these decisions um when it comes to spread right when it comes to spread and i think that's one of the things that a lot of people are are having some frustration frustrations with 
Well, no question. I mean, the industry was really giving themselves a pat on the back for what a great job they did as far as putting in the safety protocols, the distancing, the sanitation, the hygiene. All of that, I think, was working really well. And we continue to say to government, is there anything else we can do to, to help make things uh, safer to reopen? Uh, but also, you have to keep in mind, Jaylen, there's a lot of people, a lot of Albertans right now that they've been doing their part. Uh, uh, but they're looking forward to, to getting out and, and meeting again as well, because I know a lot of them have got cabin fever and and uh, you know <laughs> we think that we can reopen uh, we can reopen safely and uh, uh, but it's not my role and trust me we've had a lot of members that have <laughs> expressed their frustration to me but uh, what I say to them is look I can't second guess Dr. Hinshaw or what mm-hmm. the public health officials are saying we have to do our best and we have to hope Albertans res- you know respect the the uh, restrictions that are in place the, you know the sooner we can get those numbers down the sooner we can reopen and and our members, as you point out as well, at the beginning of December, realized that uh, the numbers were going were going crazy, mm-hmm. and and we're certainly wanting to be that responsible partner and and play our role to get the numbers down. But by the same token, as Alberta's third largest private sector employer, we do have to uh, get reopened at some point, or there won't be an industry left. And uh, you know, there's also those 150,000 employees that won't have jobs to come back to. Yeah, without a doubt. All right, Mark, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. My pleasure, Jalen.